everyone, and welcome to the Martial Mind Podcast. I'm John. I'm joined by Ed and Ryan. And today, we're going to talk about the Liberty Kung Fu Tournament. We're going to talk about an upcoming test that I will be participating in. Oh, boy. And uh, some other training stuff we've been going through over the last few weeks. So let's get into it. feeling today i'm feeling pretty good feeling pretty good training very consistently for the past uh when did we go to south carolina november last year so like it's been it's been a pretty straight shot of like reevaluating like the post black sash you know am i comfortable Mm -hmm. in my skill level like let's keep going Mm -hmm. i definitely feel like um we've made a lot of strides as a group and individually a lot of strides and progress in the past uh you know, year or so, year and change, especially since we've been doing the show. I think mm. this is definitely like, um, it's like a, it's like a little, it's like a little angel on your shoulder that's trying to get you to do good. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely something that keeps you um, on the right track. I think would be having this and everybody who's like listening to us and following us, like holding us accountable and like and like counting us. People are in the Discord asking about like how you're doing <laughs> on your test prep. You know, like isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. Uh, there's like some dude in Australia who's got a vested interest in in your success <laughs> hey yeah. you know I, I i definitely appreciate it and that's been something that's been on my mind but I, I want before we get into the test i wanted to ask you guys about the uh the tournament that just passed if that's all right with you um it isn't but okay it's okay then, and how dare you well that was episode 43 thanks for joining us everyone. thanks guys <laughs> yeah it's been don't real join the, don't uh, join, join the, the discord, discord. Uh, don't what do don't Go fuck do... yourself <laughs> <laughs> so about a week ago c4 ortiz who you may have heard in one of our prior episodes we interviewed him it was awesome episode 40 definitely worth a listen Definitely. Uh, he uh, hosted a, t- a tournament, uh, the Liberty Kung Fu Tournament. Liberty Kung Fu Cup, was it called? I, I think so. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, we were there. And Ed and Ryan tr- uh, competed, and I brought the camera and uh, shot some awesome video. So, guys, tell me what that day was like for you. What was uh, what were your, th- your thoughts? What were your emotions like in the morning leading up to it? Like, John was just filming like the most stressful episode of The Office. I'm just like sitting there like... And it's just like slow zoom in. I'm like, please. Yeah, Ryan had no personality for the first three hours of the day until like the first like open hand form segment was up, which they had everything happen first. And it's just like when you're sitting in anxiety and there's people do uh, competing in Tai Chi and you're just like anxious about having to do your form. You're just like, it's like the slowest death on earth. It's like it's like someone's turning the heat up by one degree and you're in an oven. You know you're going to get cooked eventually, but it's like 55 degrees, it's 56 like, it's, degrees, it's like if like the, like, 58 degrees. It's like if the French Revolution was happening and like you were like King Louis and like the guillotine was like in the back of like the DMV. And you're just standing in line. <laughs> you're just like, God damn it. <laughs> I want I want to die quicker because I'm here. Like for fucking sake. So competing is important for a number of reasons. First and foremost, training for the competition obviously pushes you to be your best self and to reevaluate your material and your skill level in all facets, especially if you're fighting. Uh, second of all, this is the second time I have competed. The last time I competed was all the way back in 2019 prior to COVID, right before I tested for my black sash. And I was happy with my form work, but my fighting was a problem. And that's why I've been doing so much work on my fighting. That's why my head movement's improved a lot. That's why my technique and my wind has improved a lot just from that. And then I was humbled again last November uh, in South Carolina, which we've discussed. And then leading up to it, we have been doing a lot of sparring, a lot of training, a lot of fighting, a lot of form work. Um, and overcoming that 
anxiety that makes you rush through your movements and like for the traditional practitioners that are listening, uh, rush through your movements and like not understand and appreciate what the form is trying to say. And, uh, you know, how Sifu Greg talks about it, the story the form is trying to tell. The form is telling a story. It's telling a tale, you know, from start to finish, whether it's an internal form or an external form or an internal external form. It's telling a story. Because of the nerves, I feel like I did well when I performed my open hand form, but I didn't place because I didn't tell a story. I fast forwarded through the story. You know, right. I think I did well, but I don't think I told the story well. Um, Ryan, however, did a much shorter form and took first in open hands. So good on you. I was wearing a cape and a mustache the whole time. So that was the main problem. <laughs> Ed wasn't wearing a cape and a mustache. <laughs> I was. Ten points for wardrobe. Like, ooh, this is oh, spooky. <laughs> spooky form. You bring him the I old, just did, uh, bring the old razzle dazzle. Yeah. Everyone else just did normal gay forms, but I did a cape and mustache form. So it was pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> throw glitter at the end. I think that was the problem. Ah! Yeah. No sequins. Like, come on, man. Yeah. No sparkly outfits. You know what I mean? I did all the normal, like, like old world party tricks in like reverse order. I like I ate a snake. I crapped out a sword. It was just all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're used to this. Wait till you see this. <laughs> oh, like, God, how do you fit it up there? You know, it's crazy. Uh -huh. Well, Wild. so that was the open hand forms. Now there was also a weapon form. So what was uh what was your performance like with weapon forms, Ed? Um, so let me break it down. So this is what's beautiful about competing is you get to see everything, and our teachers are still relevant. And that's the difference between our seafoods and a lot of other seafoods uh, um, that I've heard of in, in their age bracket. They get into their 40s and 50s and they just stop and they live off of their sash. They live off of what they have done. But our teachers don't really care about that. They care about staying relevant and they care about pushing themselves to be better than they were when they were in their 20s, even in their 50s. And Seafood Greg took first place across the board. So with each division, by the time we got to go, we then got to watch our teachers go. We got to watch Sifu Lloyd and, 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 and Sifu Greg go up there and do their thing. And in comparison to the video of my performance, because my fiance took a video of me, and then looking at what I did and looking at what he did, when he performed, I was like, oh, he did a classic Shaolin form. He did a Shaolin form. Um, it was night and day, you know? So I took from that and I was like, all right, I got through my first set of forms. The anxiety is not gone, but a little bit better, you know, so let me take this. Let me tell the story of the form. I did a uh, Dao form, broadsword form, and I did much better. And I took third. Ryan took second there. And um, I forget his name, but uh, someone else took first. Mm -hmm. uh, very yeah. nice guy. Very nice guy. Um but he, somebody else took first. You know, Ryan did a staff form. Mm, um, I did uh, Sifu's staff form. Yeah, Sifu Greg's creative uh, form from his black sash was Ryan yeah. Winstaff. And, um, it's called that because you have no air in your body when you finish doing it. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> it takes all the wind out of you. All of your air is now in the room. None of it's in your lungs. <laughs> now, uh, next you up finish in your husk. <laughs> yeah. Now, the next form to learn is the fluid staff. So. Yeah. Form, forms also called carbon dioxide. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that's left. When you're, you're just holding like it. a long muffler. Just... Yeah. <laughs> First we take your, your air and then we take your fluids. Is that, is that a catalytic converter? It's like it's all the exhaust it's just, coming out of me. Yeah, 800 bucks for one of those. Yeah. They're like, I'm like behind a curtain. They're like, form's going to start. You just hear like an engine go on. You're like, you're like, curtain comes up. I'm just like in a car with all the windows up. I'm like, <laughs> Ryan does a quick shot of fueling uh, the cleaner before he goes out there, you know. Uh, <laughs> gotta clean your spark plugs before you get out there. <laughs> gotta get the pipes clean, you know. Um, 
So, yeah, so I definitely uh, applied that to my broadsword form. Again, you know, like I've got a lot of work to do. I don't, I don't mind not placing in certain things or, or, or it's just inspiration to, to, to do better later. Um, but Ryan really took it home and uh, really, really took it home. And Seafield Greg won first place in everything he did. Yeah, he won yeah. the and, – and then he won the grand championships for – the men's weapons, division for yeah for weapons and uh for open hand definitely though you know i think just going back to i think what's important is the mental state of doing something like this is for us to be able to experience that because well not only was like i think out of everyone there we our school was like doing the most because like we were i mean just even between the two of us i mean we oh, were we had to we open were, with the lion yeah, dance we had were, nothing to do with the tournament whatsoever yeah. like, nothing to do with the competition yeah we, we so we were, just had extra physical activity to do we were performing the lion dance, so we were already tired by the time we did that. And we're performing it in front of everyone and, like, all the judges, which are all, like, kung fu teachers and masters, basically. Or at least people that are, cool, you know, in Sifu's, Sifu Rolls kind of close circle. Yeah. Um, Martial arts community. Yeah. We had to do that. Then me and Ed had to do an open hand form. We had to do a weapon form. We had to do a weapon embu. And then we had to fight as well. And the fighting, of course, was at the fucking end, which just, like, the test is horribly nerve-wracking. So I'm just like... You know, and because you're thinking about it the whole day. Oh, the, the 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 entire day, and and two. So just like just like I said, you know, for the first, you know, before we before I did my open hand, I was like very just kind of like definitely super super nervous and kind of kind of in that like cocoon a little bit, but also just trying to like be in like the pocket, you know, like trying to stay kind of stay in that mindset a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just to feel that and then need to still perform and do kind of complete your tasks regardless i think is, is i think is one of the main takeaways from this is to be like oh my god what if i forget my form what if i, this, what if I, that, what if I just forget how to do kung fu all of a sudden when i walk up there it's like going to the airport wow did i bring my bomb my cocaine bomb with me today? that happened to my brother <laughs> yeah he just got up there and did a different form than he intended to he got up there and started and was like oh i guess i'm doing this one now yeah and he just it. just went with it you know? yeah um so we got through open hand um which i was very pleased with um and then and it was cool too because not only I think this was exciting for for probably both of us because it was not only getting to like rep or school perform in front of other teachers, but also even just to like, you know, like for me, for me personally, I've never like done anything in front of like any of like C4O rules guys before. Like I've never like they've only seen me at seminars. Like I've never yeah. I've never done anything with them. And which we get lots of compliments for doing stuff like that. But they've never seen us just like go. Yeah. They've never seen us actually do like our shit before. So that was also really cool. Um, and just, again, just, you know, just to be able to rep the school and see our quality of the martial arts that, um, Singong and Sifu teach and uphold. And also like Shurja was there, which was really cool. Our, yeah. our, te our teacher's main teacher who he stayed for the whole thing, which was awesome. Um, and again, it was just a great, you know, I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten to do something like that in a while. You know, I used to, you know, play uh, soccer and I used to do, you know, go to like, uh, I used to run tracks or going to track invitationals and kind of having that like. Yeah, our fucking team is here, you know, and kind of the whole camaraderie of that and performing and, you know, and, you know, you know, winning and trying to win and stuff and the whole competition. Like, it's it's a cool aspect that, like, I haven't experienced in a while. And, like, just as, as a school, we haven't really experienced in a while. Just, I mean, because, again, for me, this was my first I've been training at the school for be like 11 years in the fall. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is the first time I've ever competed. You know what I mean? Second time he's ever competed. The first time was like an open karate tournament, you know, which is still better than nothing. But yeah, it's, you it's know. better than nothing. But I, I was against one kid. <laughs> you know my mother's like why don't you care about your trophies I'm like because i beat an 18 year old like, i'm not <laughs> impressed with that you know yeah. well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm much happier with taking third in weapons against like 15 people who have all been doing it for like 12 to 15 years um yeah. or like 10 to 15 years you know 
because uh, some of these guys were amazing. I mean, like, you know, they're stretching out in full splits. They're doing, like, crazy, like, chain butterfly kicks, you know, like, and all, all this uh, insane technique. I unfortunately did not watch the guy who took first place. I was just kind of in my head about, like, being on to the next thing. So I didn't watch what he did, but I'm glad he took first place because now I can have something to look forward to next year. Okay, so what can I do next year? Mm -hmm. That's going to be even more, not impressive, but just a display of skill, you know, like, so when we were getting ready to record, it takes a long time to set all this stuff up and like get the camera shots ready because we don't have a set studio. So it's just every time we do this, it's like two hours of turning John's living room into a studio. Yeah. <laughs> so it's and it's it's time consuming to like get everything right and make make sure we're getting like the highest quality that we can for the people who are watching. You know. Um, th and that being said, while I was doing that, you know. I'm not a camera guy. I'm not a tech guy. That's that's these guys. So like, I help set up what I can set up, and then like everything else, I am just absolutely that is inept. just gestating. I'm there? inept. <laughs> so I'm going through my my Google Photo Library, and I'm like looking at the past and the past stuff, and like looking at my past movement. I'm like and like at times when I thought I was so good, mm -hmm. and then I look at how I move and how my forms and everything are now, and how my mobility is now, and now I think I suck. So it's like. It doesn't make any sense because when I look at the videos of me performing now, it's a thousand times better than back then when I thought I was good because I had just gotten my black sash and now I think I suck. And like, you know what I mean? Like you play these head games with yourself and you need moments like this. You need challenges to mm -hmm. prove to yourself who you are, what you're capable of. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, um, Sifu said, like, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And like the universe gives you what you need at the time and that you got what you needed this that weekend mm -hmm. and that i got what i needed and then in the in other frames in a story we'll tell in a moment that um the universe made way for you to get what you need and i'll get my turn at another time mm -hmm. because we had to fight at the end of it but here's the fun thing i'm a heavy boy i'm a big boned boy i'm 215 pounds and i'm i have a little bit of extra fat but like not that much you know like 215 pounds ryan's 190 there was nobody in his weight class. Everybody was 170 and underneath. Yeah. And I had one person to fight in the 200-pound-plus division. And by the time we got to the Sanda, they asked Ryan to move up a weight class. So we had to draw straws, essentially. And I got the buy. So I had to wait to fight, which was nerve-wracking. But I will let Ryan tell the story of the... Uh, Let's go back in time. We'll go. We'll come back to that. We'll Tarantino them. You know, and then we'll start at the end. Go back to the beginning. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, Ryan, what was your experience like from start to finish with the open hand forms, watching our teachers uh, do their thing? Yeah, I mean, it, again, it was just getting to see our teachers on the floor and getting to again. It's just it's such a it's such a a, a moment of pride to see them not only competing but like placing and winning, and just to have that same that same fire that like they had when they were competing all the time you know and it just doesn't really go away and that they just they practice what they preach and they're just like all right we got to get out there you guys are getting out there we're getting out there and like you know and i'm sure too if there was people in in you know uh you know sifu's uh age group and experience level that was going to fight and he wasn't injured he'd be fighting probably you know so it's like it's 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 yeah if there was somebody else fighting in the, at, at, at that tournament he would have fought mm. you yeah. know he would have thrown some 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 uh, Ben Gay on his back and just gone in there and killed somebody, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah, I mean, it was just getting to, you know, again, see them kind of put their money where their mouth is and, and practice what they preach and just be like, yeah, this is what we do and this is how we do it. And, 
represent Shaolin, yeah. represent the system, yeah. represent everything that they've worked for. And even even more to your point, what Sifu was saying the other day is like, Shurjao was really proud of all of us. Like, yeah, because you have to understand, like you're, you're competing. So regardless of how you place, you have to think there's judges in front of you. And so what are they looking for? Everybody's got their own opinion. So you're talking about four people's opinion. So you can't place and have that then identify how you are as a martial artist. When you do well, you can be proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you can't let that give yourself a big head yeah, of course. or a big ego or damage you and damage your self-worth and damage your whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm not a bad Kung Fu practitioner because I didn't place. I just need to do better next time. Mm -hmm. You know, I just Deep need to place. perform better. Well, I, I, you know what I mean? In, in, in any division. I, I just think being able to perform and, and deal with that pressure. I mean, dude, there were times where I wanted to like run out of there. Like I just like my brain was just like fight or flight. I was like, go leave, run. They can't stop you. By the time they know you're gone, you're already gone. You know, like just like like my like my body was just like get the fuck out of there, get the fuck out of there, get the fuck out of there, get the fuck out of there. You know, and I was just like, no, I was like, I just got to stay here and just deal with this, and it'll be okay. And also thinking too, I was really you know, it's one thing I've been trying to work on for a really long time is just trying to have my the lessons I learn when I'm feeling good and I'm reflecting on the times I was feeling bad to actually take those lessons and have them impact the next time that I'm feeling that way. Yeah, that, I think that was a big learning curve for me as well. I yeah. think we're sharing that moment. Right yeah, because like for me in that moment, I was just like I was trying to because when you're feeling stressed out about a thing that you're in, it feels like it's going to be happening forever. There's like oh, there's almost like this implicit base, like subconscious feeling of like this is going to be forever. And that's why I feel this way. It's like, no, it's like this is like I literally was like in six hours, this is going to be over. I'm going to be home. I'm going to be at my house with you guys having dinner like yeah. like, like, like this is a, this is a impermanent thing. This is an impermanent state. So why not just try to enjoy it or at a minimum just just take the ride for what it is. If it's fucking shitty in the sense of it being really anxiety inducing, woo, let it be that way and just ride it. Just let it let it go, you know, and, and that actually I think helped. It didn't make me feel less anxious, but I had a better time of staying in that moment and kind of holding on to the reins a little bit better and being able to actually just like just be in it and not just not just be a victim to those feelings still feel them but not be not be victimized by them which i think is a different thing because the same thing almost like they talk about with courage it's like not saying that this was courageous i just mean it as a similar thing of like you're gonna feel even people who who are courageous still feel right courage, fear. That's what courage, courage is courage is action in the face of fear yeah, it's not absence of mm. it's not absence of emotions that you don't like um so in saying that it felt really good to be able to still perform um and 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 do as well as i did not just for me but also just for the school you know i think that was like the uh like this i think it was in like the top three like highest ratings for for forms for the whole day which like made me feel good that i was able to kind of put the best foot forward again not just for me but just so that we can represent the school like like sifu said it's like a win for anyone at the school is a win for all of us it's just it's it's moving like yes does it feel good to to do that absolutely but it's like moving do, do, knowing that we're not just there for ourselves we're there for our teacher we're there for each other we're there to represent the school our style what we do and that is it's important to balance balance both of those things same things too with weapons perfect example uh you know sometimes shit happens like i thought the, the the form itself went really good and i fucked up a part there's a part where you spin down at the sitting dragon and i completely didn't get up properly and i was just like <laughs> my, my like <laughs> limbs just stopped working and and that probably and that's what cost you first i think yeah i think so too i think so too that um that's what that you know i, I think my form wasn't flashy enough there, there like wasn't enough flash in the weapons form compared to others i, I feel like 
I feel like stuff that had a little bit more technicality to it definitely won. But I think I did a, a, a good job of representing you what did. that form does. You and did. What that form means. And, and I'm telling I you, too. I just don't think, like, some form. I'm sorry. I don't okay. mean to cut you off. Some forms are winning forms, as Sifu says. You know what I mean? So when you're choosing your form, you want a little bit of drama. You want a little bit of flash. But you also want enough that you can control. And I picked Broadsword because I wasn't com- – I wanted to do something I was confident in. I didn't want to do something that I was yeah. not confident in. It's a better, I, better bet. And I honestly think that um, it was the right decision to make. I think so, too. And that next year I can take that and take the year to work towards oh, yeah. the tournament yeah. next year. You know? Yeah, 100%. And the same thing, too. Again, it's this, this whole day, same thing with testing or any sort of challenge is also challenging. It's like sparring. It's like the, those bad parts of you kind of bubble up to the surface more for, you know, to just be like, fuck you they just go go back down you know so it's like you know me challenging my anxiety you know being able to and not question my ability in the sense of like what if i just forget all my kung fu right now you know and all that shit you know and same thing with like fighting and everything and same thing even with you of 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 you know you come back from your open hand form and you're like you're like it was rushed or like i fucked this up and it's like balancing that of like no like that's not like we can't just look at we can't just focus on those things that our brain wants us to focus on because we're we're it's habitually comfortable for us mm-hmm, to do that mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and that's why again having people in our lives and in our, in our and in our in our inner circles holy jesus in our inner circles sorry you got there buddy inner inner, inner, inner <laughs> circles uh who can first help place in the tournament last place in grammar vocabulary you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, joe biden <laughs> <laughs> I got a rocky road. <laughs> it's, my, ice, it's my favorite. Kind I of knew an ice cream joke was coming. <laughs> this is Joel Byron. <laughs> um, I got a whole refrigerator full. Take me out on a date, Joel Byron. <laughs> I got all the kids ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> I get them distracted so I can smell their hair. <laughs> Neutrogena, my favorite. L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, now that we got that out of the way, yeah, now we right. got the, the president smelling kids segment out of the way. Yeah. Let's get back to the tournament, guys. Um, I just want to say we would never kill ourselves. You know what I mean? We would never commit suicide. Uh, we are not depressed. <laughs> totally, yeah. We're having a great time. Above board. Um, but it, none of us drink the Kool Aid. None of us drink no. Kool Aid at all. <laughs> uh, you know, but with with that point again, you know, like you. You know, you kind of battling that for yourself, you know, and, and trying to and seeing that, you know, and you having more of a not to make it about you, but just to, you know, being someone on the outside, but, you know, helping you battle that like knee jerk reaction to like only criticize and like only nitpick and only look at what you didn't do and why it's less than it should be, you know, um, and we all struggle with that in different ways and, and to different, capa- you know, to, in different amounts. Um so I just think it was good for everyone involved, and your, and your forms looked fucking awesome. And I think, and, and what's funny, too, and you know what's so funny is that I think you know because I sent you, I sent you like a long text after after the tournament because I knew you were you were upset with with certain things about it. And what's funny, no, we haven't talked about the fighting yet, too. So. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. get to that. But 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 what's funny is like is that you just the timing of everything that you came across old videos of yourself like within the week afterwards because like one of the things I said to you is I was like, and I've said this to you before, but like, dude, if like intermediate student you from like six years ago saw what you're doing now he would be blown he'd be like there's no fucking way i'm doing that and then you saw and you found old footage of yourself as an orange sash as an intermediate student you're just like dude wow holy shit what was cool like, that's though crazy is, what was cool though is 
if you go back, this is why it's important to experiment and workshop with your friends, right? So if we go back in time, if we go back in time, um, Ryan and I, I've obviously been training together and working together for the entirety of our Yeah, literally. Careers. And we were orange sashes together before my knee injury. And we were doing an open hand fighting set that was like kind of hokey. Oh, and like yeah. we thought it was super long, but it was actually like five seconds long, you know. You literally like turn around and like grab my throat like it's a DC movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, there's this one oh. part where like I fall to the floor and I kick and he grabs my foot and I pop up and do a spinning kick and try to hit him in the face from the ground, which I did to Jeff Chan. Oh, that's funny. So like this thing came from a fighting set from years and years and years ago. And then when Jeff caught my kick, that's when I attempted to do that like kick from the floor. Mm-hmm. And I almost hit him. I almost got him. I mean, like, Jeff is fucking fast. You know what I mean? Like, his reaction time is, like, really quick. So yeah. he literally barely he, – he, he, like, did one of those. Mm-hmm. And his head jerked back. And he, that, that's good enough, though. Like, if, if, it's, if you slipped it, you slipped it. You don't have to slip it by a mile. You, you're actually better off slipping it by, like, a quarter inch. So, like, how much he avoided my foot is actually a show of his skill. And mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, a lucky – it wasn't, like, a lucky thing at all. I think that was all his skill level that he didn't get hit by that. Right. Um, but imagine if I connected. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, imagine right. if I connected. That would have been like, oh, shit. It would have been like that. Remember that, that old rat battle video? With the, with the dude, with the, with the, dude with the glasses? Oh, yeah. No, he just and like he was, leads back. Yeah. <laughs> the guy he, from the he, camera like, oh. Yeah, he, he's, and he's like, apple juice. I drink that. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, all well, that stupid shit. Yeah. That's, it would have been that big moment, you know? But – you know, that was in my body somewhere that was in my muscle memory somewhere mm-hmm. because we were experimenting and because we were working on stuff. Mm-hmm. So regardless of mm. how it looks, take video, regardless of how good you're doing, play, play is really, really important. Play is something that we lose as we get older. And I think that's what gravitates a lot of people back to martial arts is because there is a lot of play involved in martial arts, because what is sparring, if not play, when sparring isn't play, it becomes a fight. Right. And that's when people get in trouble and that's when people get hurt. Hard sparring is a thing, but whenever anybody gets emotional in sparring, who's the bad guy? The guy who starts trying to kill somebody and getting angry every right. time. You know? It, 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 whoever starts, that's why they used to call me the Orange Hulk because they were like trying to shame it out of me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because Ed is a bad guy. <laughs> just That's a criminal. Just kidding. You know, he's a fun criminal, though. You're, you're, he's you're, a criminal. You're a fun bandit. That's, that's like, <laughs> like Yamcha, like old Yamcha, right? Dude, I'm rewatching the old, the original Dragon Ball, and like everyone is a scumbag except for Goku. It's like everyone is <laughs> a rampant piece of shit. Like everyone, everyone's a scumbag. They are. Yamcha's like a bandit that like kills people. Bulma wants to get the Dragon Balls just so she can she can end world hunger. She just wants to wish for a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like like uh, 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 Oolong is a pervert. You know, and he's and he's like he's like like kidnapping girls and like taking them back to his house. You know, oh, like, God. it's like it's it's an awful awful show. It's an <laughs> awful awful show. Like the original Dragon Ball is like I love it still. Like Dragon Ball Z is like still my shit. But like oh my God, the original Dragon Ball is awful. Like do not watch it with your kids. Like do not watch it with. It's not. It's made for kids in the eighties, and that's why people are so fucked up today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Blame like, Dragon Ball. Yeah, blame <laughs> Dragon Ball. Do not watch it today. Literally, like like Bulma is supposed to be like a teenager, and I have her flashing people and shit. Like it's fucked up. It's fucked up. She's like laying in bed, and Yamcha's like, "Oh, that must be a Dragon Ball," and he grabs her boobs, 
And he goes, quick, quick. Ooh, it's soft. And he, like, loses his mind. And they have, like, an anime nosebleed. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's oh, just, it's, it's so fucked up. Feral anime. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> so fucked up. But. Anyway. Anyway, I forgot where I was entirely. Oh, yeah, I'm a bad guy, apparently. I'm a criminal. That's all right. Um, we'll, we'll bring I'm it not, back home. I'm not really a I guess I was. Maybe a little bit. I don't a little know. bit. I've maybe. grown a lot. Wouldn't a criminal deny it, though? Crazy people don't know they're crazy. I don't know that I'm. It's also. I don't think. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think I. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Fear and anxiety. Hold on. <laughs> so, play is an important part of martial arts and that's why we get back there but all that play leads to leads to better skill when we have fun like the fun that him and i had training for the sanda portion of this tournament increased our skill level 100 mm. percent increased our skill level we went to the the high school and like worked out on the turf and we we're just throwing each other around for like two hours didn't even realize two hours went by even though we were like dripping sweat like training in 100 degree weather like you know just because we were having fun doing it but when it becomes this thing, it's so heavy and, 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 and it becomes hateful. And then how can you push yourself to new heights when everything is about how bad you are and how good you wish you were? When really it should be just like having fun learning. Right. It has to be having fun learning. You can recognize the things that you want to work on. You can feel bad about them. if You, you know, like that's a natural emotion. You can feel bad about them. But then you have to learn how to then synthesize that as fuel to then push yourself to go further. Right. You know, so um, before we got into the fighting and before we got into the Sanda, what I wanted to do, keep him on the hook, you know, keep him waiting for that that good old juice. Um, um, <laughs> what I wanted to do with John, I wanted to ask you as as a as a as per, a person who trains in our system, who has never seen anything like this before, and being there behind the camera and paying attention to all the details, what was your experience? And again, we'll tell the story of the fight after this, um, but. What was your experience and how did you feel? How did it make you feel to watch everybody in action? Um, did it inspire you? Did it make you question your skill level? Did it make you feel confident for the test? Did it make you feel uncomfortable coming up to the test? Like what, what was going on in your mind as you were filming and as you were watching everybody move around? Well, you know, once I once I got there, I um I was immediately uh, greeted with, uh, "Why aren't you do Why aren't you competing? Why aren't you doing this?" And it's like, well, I, I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was ready. I felt like I, it was just so far above my pay grade. But like, there was a you, division for people with your years in, right? And and, mm -hmm. and like you guys, I knew that leading up to the tournament, but I just like I didn't feel like I had it. You know, I didn't feel like it was I was really ready for it. But like afterwards, totally totally was absolutely within my realm if i if i put my pedal to the floor and like you know got on the gas like i should have but you know there's always next year mm -hmm. but um having you know got to watch you guys compete and especially like seagong's performance blew me away because he really like it was go time for him like he he got up there and just like I've, like i've never seen well i've seen seagong go but like he was going when he was doing his forms he was really in in fight mode and it was it was amazing watching him move and it's just like it's a real testament to the quality of our, our school the way that, that he performed and i'm like i mean i'm just i know you guys feel the same but i'm just it made me proud to be a student at authentic challenge it's just like it was an unbelievable experience to watch everybody get up there and sifu too sifu did an awesome job yeah. and but one thing that i saw that was common between everybody there was that no one felt good about their stuff like nobody thought they did well even people that yeah. placed and i'm like dude like like I was so wowed by everyone, you know, all, all you guys look great out there. It was, it was the coolest shit I've ever seen. And, uh, and, and I was really blown away and, you know, it was just really cool to be, 
you know, I, I rocked the shirt. I was like, I do rock the, the Shaolin shirt. You know, I'm one of them guys. I'm definitely one of them. <laughs> I was just on media day today. But um, it was it was such an amazing experience. I'd never been to a kung fu competition prior. You know, mm -hmm. I'd never been to anything like that. Well, that's why um, C4 Oil started this up. So, like, regardless of where you are in the country or anywhere at all, you know, uh, stay tuned for the next time. You know, follow the Ortiz Chinese Boxing Academy on Instagram. Uh, follow him on follow them on Facebook wherever you can, and you, and keep your eye on the posts for the next tournament because we only had like forty something competitors, mm. and we need more. Yeah. A tournament of that size should be 100 competitors plus, at least. So that, and some, can some heavier people come and fight, please, for the love of God. Um, yeah, God, if I if I go up there and I, I'm like like borderline like 260, 270, you know, so it's like nobody's in my... you in super heavyweight. Yeah. You know, might, I don't know if there I, is a division for that. I need a big boy to come, to come and fight with me. <laughs> I need a big boy. Come on, let's go. You <laughs> can be friendly. I'm not talking shit. I just need someone to fight with. <laughs> yeah. There literally is nobody in his division. There's not a single one. Somebody. Um, yeah. We just have to get like Daniel Cormier to like come down. And just, yeah, like, just me and DC. Yeah, no, yeah. no problem. Yeah, it's going to get tapped out by the champ. Yeah. <laughs> or the former that, champ. That's going to go real well. I, I, I guarantee you <laughs> it's going to so go real well. I'm sure he's real busy. He doesn't have time to deal with my fat ass. <laughs> um, but that was uh, yeah. uh, I was just going to say that it was really just a, such a humbling and tremendous experience to, to watch you guys compete. Like I was just so proud to be like part of the group, one of your buddies. Uh, and it, it was it was really such a great day. You know? How did it make you feel about your training and where did it make you want to go? Oh, well, um, right now I'm in the process of preparing for the test. You know, the test is a few weeks That's what away. I mean. Like how did it, how did it like affect how like you want to tackle this test? So it's, it's, you know, I, I've kind of like, I've been deliberate, you know, but it, it just makes me feel like I should have been doing it all along. Um, Ryan and Ed and I have had a, a couple of meaningful talks about my training and kind of like applying myself further, you know, trying to, um, to, to, to squelch bad habits and to, you know, and to be serious about who we are, which is, it's the ongoing journey. It's the ongoing struggle of just trying to be a better martial artist and be better to myself. Mm. And so seeing this tournament, knowing that there's like, there's more than just training, you know, it's, it's in, there it doesn't have to be more than just training, but knowing that there's like, all right, there's something we can shoot for besides tests. And there's other ways that, you know, other goals to have in mind to, to really apply yourself towards. It's just, more fuel for the fire just to, to to walk the path and to be more true to who we are and and to and to work harder mm -hmm. you know it's, it's certainly motivational to to see this sort of outlet available to us and and to see you guys do so well you know and the fact that we bounce the info off each other constantly we're always there to support each other and it's like there's no way that we can't show up every year to one of these tournaments and be relevant you know mm -hmm. right and so it's 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 just another venue for me to 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 apply myself to and, to and to work towards. And I think it's more grounding for me. It's like, yeah, well, mm -hmm. we got the tournament next year. This is something that I can reach out to and try to be the best I can be for, you know, in, mm -hmm. in addition to for myself and for the next sash test and for just overall overarching reasons that underpin everything, you know. So it's um, it's definitely something that, that brings um, being more truthful and more steady and more, um, what you call it, uh, consistent. It's another reason to bring that into the forefront and, and to move forward with training. So something that came to mind as you were saying that is uh, this idea um, that sometimes gets applied to like just like men's help stuff that you see on social media. But it really it shouldn't be. It really is across the board. And it's that you have to take action. Right. So things like this, they look at you, they, they make, you know, 
it's something that takes a long time and it's, it's a process about being able to handle more and handle more and handle more. And something we talk about ad nauseum on this podcast is the slowly chipping away and making yourself a more like efficient individual. Mm-hmm. It's something that we talk about all the time, something that we struggle with a lot because, you know, there is an element that you need rest in order to grow and blah, 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 and X, Y, Z. But if you think about like the most successful people, if you look at our teacher, you know, I mean, like he's made it all happen and raised four kids. You know, like he's made it all happen and he's been running the school since he's 23. He's made it all happen and he's still had to do all this shit and hustle here and work there. And he worked two jobs along with running the school for like the longest time, you know, like like he's he's a go getter and he's a person who <clears throat> takes action immediately. And he was like, how come you haven't posted anything on the martial arts thing? I'm like, oh, I've just been so busy with my business, with my that. And then he goes, well, just remember, every time you're not making a post, somebody else is. Every time you're not getting a follower, somebody else is. Every Ugh. time, you know, every time you're not making a video, every time you're not doing something, somebody else is. So it's like the venom you know, in his words, the, high the, octane. The the amount it's not venom. It's it's yeah. it's true. Right. And even though it's difficult to hear, he's right. So it's like the amount of times I play video games these days is far less. But the times that I do take to play video games, I appreciate. But I don't allow myself more than two hours at a clip because I have shit to do. Right, right. You know, like and it's and it's little things like that that push you and push you and push you and events like this and gearing up to your <clears> tests. You know, we talk to you how we do. and We have these talks with you because we love you and we care and you're our brother. But we've also been there and we've been through it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and now it's easy to fall into that like I'll never be where they are kind of mentality. And that was how I've been feeling. And I really wanted to prove something to myself. And I'm going to be honest about my feelings because I, I know that there's somebody else out there who <clears> probably <throat> feels the same way and will quit because of these feelings. You know what I mean? And I don't want that person, whoever it is I'm speaking to, to give up or to quit. I want you to push forward. I want you to move on with your life. And I want you to try to attack it the next day instead of getting stuck in a rut. Like I was almost stuck in had it not been for that long text message that you sent me, had it not been for the support of you over the phone, had it not been for all that because I felt robbed for a long part of my life because I lost like two, three years to my knee injury um, because that led to a bunch of other stuff and my back and blah, 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 X, Y, Z. So all the stuff I'm over now, everything's fine. Um, And then COVID. So as soon as I was in the shape of my life, tested for my black staff, literally looking at pictures of me from like 2019. And I was like, God damn, what happened? Um, (laughs) I was like lean. I was fucking ready to grab my shoulders were popping. You know what I mean? Like I was ready to go. And, uh, you know, like I, I, I just want to prove myself like for the love of God, I just want to prove that like, okay, great. I can do a form, but like I can fucking fight. I know I can fight. I know I can. And there's all these times where like the moment comes and I get nervous. Jeff Chan, I was so nervous. I was not happy with my performance in those videos. I was not happy with my performance that day. North South Carolina was mm-hmm. not happy with my performance that day. Had an asthma attack. No, I could have done better. Also, no, I wasn't doing the cardio that I should have done. You know, and now here we are finally with this moment. We're training our asses off. We're doing all this shit. I'm in my head about it. This is my fucking time. This is my fucking time. I'm in kill mode. You know what I mean? I'm in that Tyson. I'm going to hurt somebody, you know? Is it normal normal that you get an erection when you start hurting people? You know? um, (laughs) This is my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah, dude. What a great scene in the movie. Um, But anyway, yeah. So, so, you know, I'm, I'm in that mindset. And then, as we said before, I get the buy. And what my emotions almost robbed me of, almost, was being able to celebrate with my brother and being able to feel his joy 
and feel joy for him. Hmm. I almost robbed myself of that experience by feeling sorry for myself mm. because Ryan flatlined a dude. <laughs> and it was beautiful. And it's all love. It's all love. You know what I mean? Like there's no nothing against like he was a good fighter. It wasn't anything like that. It was just Ryan outtimed him and caught him with a beautiful high kick that out of respect because it's a friend of our schools, we're not going to be posting. Um we already had that conversation. We already went online. Uh, it was asked to be mm-hmm. taken down, and out of respect for that, out of respect for mm-hmm. the competitor, and uh, and you know our respect for his school, um, we're not going to put it up. But again, motivation for him to train for next year, motivation for you because he's going to want a rematch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and uh, definitely um, a proud moment for me as as Ryan's friend because it was just that moment where like he had the guy you know second round he had the guy walking backwards well, and be- before we get into the finish I wanted to ask Ryan about round by round you know well let's go let's get a let's get an actual recap before we go straight to the and end. also it was a beautiful thing you just said also I, I, I think that's a really healthy perspective to have in the way of looking at it but like also yeah. fuck you, you no, know? I mean, like, yeah, it's, <laughs> no, that really was a really nice thing to say. And I, no, I, I did appreciate that perspective yeah. very much. So mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off there. But. Oh, no, 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 you're good. So yeah. So what was it like? Yeah, uh, round by round. Let's go. Well, get it, getting into even oh, hold on. before you, before you go, I do want to say that like you were kind of a curmudgeon in the beginning of the day, but as the day went on and you did a couple of events, mm-hmm. I think you were feeling better. And you, as we were warming up and doing pad work, you were certainly more jovial mm-hmm. and in a better mood. And I think that was the secret to your success in the fight. Uh, possibly. I, I wasn't, it wasn't, I, I don't want to say, I, I disagree with being a curmudgeon. I think I was just like, I was just kind of like in low. I might've taken it as that. I was like, Hey Ryan. And you were like, Hey, yeah, no, I was just, in the zone. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just in like low power mode, kind of putting my, putting my energy <laughs> <He's> just asleep. <laughs> just like a clock on a screen. Just it's like the dvd square so it's, like, it's like when you're hitting the keyboard and the thing won't turn on you're like come on you're not you're not powered down <laughs> the, the dvd screensaver going towards the corner yeah, oh. Oh. <laughs> um yeah no i think it was just me that's an old reference that's a really old reference um it's lost it, half our audience is it's just the um what is it I, I think I just it was so nerve wracking once I got there and knowing all the stuff we had to do because also too you're seeing this is adding into kind of talking about both things at the same time of like we walk in and you know there's people that are there just for Sanda fighting there's people that came there literally just to so they're waiting there the whole day hand wraps on the fucking like tie you know tie like ankle wraps and they're just like and tie shorts yeah and I'm just shorts. like <laughs> those are Sanda shorts they're, they're similar but I'm just Sorry. like I'm like oh fuck that guy fucking that guy you know oh my god you know these guys but they were all like these 16 guys, pounds. Also true. So, um, so it was like, you know, I'm just, you know, my, my brain immediately goes to, I am less than immediately, immediately Mm. goes to that. I'm like, I'm like, these guys are better than me. Oh my God. These guys are here just for Sonda. Jesus Christ. Like, uh, you know, just think, thinking, you know, so, so I'm going, I'm going into the day, got to do the lion dance, kind of dealing with trying to figure out, you know, certain, certain health stuff I'm trying to figure out. So I'm also nervous about that of like gassing out, not feeling good. You know, got to do the line dance, got to do all that, got to get through all my forms and then do that at the end. Um, you know, so I was it was I think that's why for the first two or three hours until I got the first form done and I could, you know, kind of shake that. I could defrost a little bit, you know, <laughs> I, I think that's really what I needed uh, to be able to kind of feel a little bit better. But I think it was just I was thinking about all that and just trying to kind of stay in the zone, which I think required me to just kind of power down some of the social 
social stuff a little bit. Uh, in saying that, though, you know, so so that's my mental state going into it is seeing all these people who are like, again, people that are just there. You know, there was a kickboxer there. There was a guy who did Sandan Muay Thai. There was, you know, people he, traveled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the, one of the guys came up from Maryland just to fight. Yeah. Um, and to the and, and again, it, they're all like hitting pads too, like getting ready, which like doesn't help. You're like going to take a pee. You're like, ah! no, no, that, ah! that was a, that was a perfect, <laughs> that was a perfect piece of it. Was that yeah. I'm going literally? I'm going. You know, they're they're doing pads like outside in the in the lobby area of like the the, the gymnasium place we were at, and they were uh, and I'm walking to the bathroom and he's fucking just hitting pads and I was like fuck I was like, I was like these guys are fucking like really good you know and and what was interesting though too is not only me thinking I'm less than but also not also it, 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 it's even it, that like think not realizing who I am and what my ability is and and who I am as a martial artist doesn't even just go just go down, down to scale even just like like size like I'm oh I'm, oh, I'm those guys are my size and they're just not like those, like all oh, of, yeah. all of those like, guys were like thirty, like at least forty to thirty to forty pounds lighter than me, and I'm like, oh, that's like a mine. bad dream. Everybody's bigger than you. Yeah, and it's like you're a little kid again. You know what I mean? Like, that, but in real life, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like I still have like you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not like big by any means, but it's just I'm I, I'm still in like seventh grade skinny Ryan mode. Seriously, like that's how I am in my brain. It's like oh, I'm like ninety pounds, but I'm not. I'm like a hundred and ninety pounds. So it's like most of the the only people that were I wasn't even I, again I was in a weird weight class, but I was fighting. Ed and then one other guy who was who, who they were over 200. So it was like there was no everyone else was 160s and 170s. That's where everyone else was. So I was like, oh, my God, I was like, wow, I'm like 30 to 40 pounds heavier than these dudes. Like that's because I don't think of myself that way. Like I'm 30 pounds heavier than you. It's like I don't think that at all. I'm like, I feel like I'm like a little canary, you know. Um, so so going into the fight too, getting I think it was also good. Honestly, get letting us watch sparring first to get some of that shit out of the way, because also you get to see everyone fight and it was and it was relieving in the sense of and this is not shit talking any of the other fighters but i think what was this could this could be related to anyone including me also is like you see people hit pads everyone can look good hitting pads including me including you because it's controlled and you're in a controlled environment it's going to look great self-defense looks great when it's a controlled environment so of course I, that's all i'm seeing and it's feeding into my mindset of like they're gonna fuck, they're gonna fuck me i'm gonna fool my fuck, my fighting these guys blah, blah blah you know um and and two, you know, they got like the they got like the dings on their like shins. They got big calves. I'm like, oh, these guys fucking kick. These guys fucking, you know, just feeding the demon a little bit, you know. And once you see them out there, and you see people start getting thrown at, you're like, oh, okay, this is fine, you know. Not in the sense of like j just seeing like, you know, because again, you look like a superhero when you're hitting pads. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. then you get out there, start getting thrown at, and then you really start to see how people work, and you really, and I'm like, oh, okay. This is more doable in that sense. So getting to see the intensity too, because that's also, I think the big, the and it, the the biggest thing for me too was not only worrying about getting hurt potentially, but also not having the experience of hurting someone in that way of of sparring sparring in the sense to like put someone out like that. I have not had any real experience doing that. So you know me like people pleasing, where I'm like wow. I mean, what if the other person isn't really going to do that? Like, am I going to be an asshole? Like, is that really, is that really what, the, is that really what this, was that really what's going on? Or is it just, you know, so it was just, I was conflicted with that and anxious about like, then also me by being anxious about that, then potentially getting hurt, you know what I mean? Or hurting someone unnecessarily. So there was a lot, there was a lot of mental stuff going into that. You know, all I'm picturing is like brutally murdering somebody yeah. <laughs> as I'm fighting them. And it's just like, like med medieval torturing, just, just like, just, just lowering someone into hot oil. Just like, <laughs> this, is molten this, yeah. this is molten boiling sugar cane. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it just has like a like a potato sack on. It. Um, so so once we find and, and I think too, I, I'm I'm proud of myself that I have this ability, and I think you do as well. Where when I'm anxious, I have the I do have the the ability to like flip and like turn on. You know, once I mean? you're in the moment. Oh yeah. I'm once like, you're in the moment, it's yeah. different because like getting ready for sparring. Once we like put the gear on, I was like. Because you're 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 back up against the wall and you're like, all right, there's no more time to be nervous. Like, because I gotta say too, I, don't get me wrong, I was nervous, of course, but thank God I was I was less nervous than I thought I was gonna be. Like when I got in there, I was like, yeah, I, whatever. Like I just need to like, like, there's no like there's no room for that. Like there isn't. Like it's like, Sigong is here. He's giving me. She, he's like, he's like, all right. He's like, get out. He's like, come to fight. He's like, come to fight. He's like, I don't care. Come to fight. I was like, all right. And that was ba- that's literally what my like I was like I just was in a different mode like especially like getting ready for getting ready for sparring going the pad doing the pad work too it was funny because uh, uh, Bianca was like you know because because my my uh, my our uh, girlfriend came and she was like our girlfriend you just said our <laughs> who's we <laughs> did I say our girlfriend you did you did oh you know what you know what I was gonna I I know why because I was gonna say I was gonna say our girlfriends came. And then I just switched to my girlfriend, and then I kept the first part. That's what happened. Ryan knows how to words. <laughs> anyway, um, so I mean, your my singular yeah, girlfriend between, Bianca between, between Bianca and I, your our boyfriend. That's also true. Yeah, I am so, shared somewhat. Um, I guess I'm not involved in this. So it's a weird okay. John. You don't You're want filming. to be. It's a weird John. John, <laughs> no, John operates the camera. Um, John operates the camera and occasionally just like you know when like. <laughs> I'm the hotel chair, like the the sofa, you know. (laughs) They're the bed and I'm the chair. (laughs) The the cuck chair. Yeah, the the cuck chair. (laughs) The cuck throne. (laughs) Sit on the cuck throne. The cuck throne. Um, (laughs) They don't. That's why it's the cuck throne. A little sad crown. This is getting cut out. out. Well, I mean, if you're in the cuck throne, you want to be in the cuck throne. You signed up for this. Somebody paid for this room. Yeah, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything more consensual than cucking. I think. <laughs> it's it's a, a what is it all the pathological consent? Yeah, I don't think I don't listen. Sure, fuck my wife, <laughs> please, please. The guy's begging you to fuck his wife. Oh my god. Anyway, Evil. quick sidebar into cucking. Woo. Um, okay. Yeah, right, cool. <laughs> it's like we like there was like a like a, like one of those like uh like embank like water embankments on the side of the highway. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's going, all right, we're back. I couldn't believe it was still going. Yeah, you know, we just killed lost, a family of ducks. <laughs> lost a whole quarter panel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Blow your alternator. Just too much water. <laughs> um. Anyway, to bring us back oh, home. Yeah. So 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 Bianca was like speaking of kind of the turning that switch. She was like, and it was cute that she said this too. She was like, you know, I just I want to make sure that like I'm there for you in the right way. You know, like so like for stuff like that. Do you do you want? me to like be near you or you want me to like do you want support and i was like you know because she's trying to feel it out because the first part of the day i'm like it was just like microwave you know coming off of me but she was like she was like i was like no i was like i definitely could use some you know but definitely i guess just checking in with me you know seeing how i'm feeling if i do need it she was like yeah she's like because for sparring i could you know i think you definitely needed me to not be there for that and i was like to not be like next to me and i was like yeah i was like not because I just I needed to be like thinking of like murdering someone and I'm and I'm just like no because seriously cause I'm just like watching them spar and I'm just like like I'm just I was just like focused like it was just like complete like angry music just like thinking of like hurting people but it was just that moment same thing with same thing with I told I, I was speaking to Blake about this too of like dude like because you know getting anxiety with testing of like you just have to show up for yourself and once you do it once when you don't think you can it changes everything 
pretty much forever, I, at least for me, I think, where it's like, like, for, like leading up to my red sash test, I was so sure I was like, I'm going to get knocked out. I'm not ready for this test, whatever. And I just like showed up the next day for myself. Same thing for black. I was just like, yeah, I don't like I'm, I'm here now. Everything else gets left at the door and I'm just I'm showing up for myself. So that's kind of what happened leading into leading into sparring uh, where I was just in the zone and I was just ready. I was ready to go. And I'm proud of myself that it wasn't like a horrifically anxiety. Like it, it was anxiety inducing. I just like I'm not saying I wasn't afraid because I, I definitely was. But it was just my brain become became task oriented regardless of how I was feeling. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, which, which I'm grateful that that was able to happen. Uh, so let me get into sparring. Um, and it, 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 there wasn't enough people to spar. It was me, Ed, and this other guy. Um, and we had to basically draw straws almost. Um, and crumped little pieces of paper when I was written on them. <laughs> yeah. So Ed got a buy into the second round. Um, so then I, so then I mean, I, that meant that I had to fight the first guy. And it was two round, two, three minute rounds. It was so. two, it was two, two minute rounds. I don't two, think it two was, minute yeah, rounds? it was two, two minute rounds. Um, so, so I get up there and, you know, we, we, we start, we start moving and I'm like immediately, you know, I'm like a not engaging that much. And he's, he's engaging. He's, he's definitely engaging a little more and I can feel I'm, I'm tepid. I'm like, I'm right on the edge of like engaging, you know, and I'm, and I'm gun shy, you know, which, which has been an issue for me for a while of, of, um, being the one to engage and set up engagements and actually kind of take, take the, take the reins with that. Um, but, you know, he gets, he's getting some good licks in. He, like, knocks me down the first round. It was one of those weird things where he just, like, hit me in a weird spot. He, like, hit me, like, right behind my ear. And it wasn't even that hard. I think I was just overwhelmed when I, like, got overloaded. Mm-hmm. And I just, and Signal was like, that happens. Like, you always just fucking fall your first round. He's like, did it hurt? You okay? He's like, that happens. You fucking, you know. Um, and he was, and he would just was hitting me in the face more than I wanted to be hit in the face, and which was my fault. Uh, and I was hitting some good shots back. You know, we were exchanging. Um, and we get into the, we, we, we break. Um, Sigmund comes over and he's like, he's like, you're not engaging. He's like, you gotta, you gotta bring it to him. You're not engaging. There's no leg kicks. You're not sweeping. Like you gotta engage more. Um, so I was like, all right. So I just got out there and like first technique I did was just like, like baseball bat leg kick. Just like immediately just like whack. Just like, and then Sigmund was just like, yeah, again, like just keep fucking kicking him. You know? So I, I, I just kept throwing those and, and, and he got him backing up. Yeah, moving backwards. yeah. So I got I got him backing up, and I got yeah I got him on the defensive a little bit, and I definitely too I felt more comfortable with like head movement. I was dodging some shots, and I just felt more. Raining very hard. Outside. It really started to rain. Um, now. But I started getting in that pocket of feeling, not only. My passenger window was open. Uh, oh shit! Okay. Uh, <laughs> it started to downpour in that last <laughs> clip, and then the I realized. Shot. I realized my like window you fell into like a pond. <laughs> I realized my window was open. I literally sprinted to the car and sprinted back, and this is me now. We so. were like, "You're like, you want a rain jacket?" We just like hear the door close. We're like, "Ed's fucked. Ed's already <laughs> outside. It doesn't matter." Yeah, the uh, sky opened up, and Ed's uh, the inside of Ed's car got wet. It's not, it wasn't that bad. I caught it just in time. Cool. So, um, so anyway, so into the into the second round of fighting, I'm trying to be much more aggressive and. And I and I succeed somewhat putting him on the back foot and just kind of having him kind of retreat a little more. Um, and then, yeah, there was just a level of comfort that started growing into the second round of like I was in the moment more where it wasn't just like task oriented. It was like that plus like he was hitting me and I was like, this is this is like he was hitting me hard. I mean, like he was like a big dude, but it was like it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, if that makes sense. Um and then he's on the back foot and he's he's 
he's kind of just like jogging back a little bit with his hands, hands are down. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, maybe I can just throw this and make this stop. Basically, because I was just like, he just keeps fucking hitting me in the face. I'm just getting tired of getting hit in the face. <coughs> Excuse me. So I just like threw a real like roundhouse kick and just hit him like right in the head. And he just like dropped, um, which was scary. Don't get me wrong. Like in the moment, it was like, of course, we're like, that's fucking cool. You know, but it's a, it's a scary thing, you know, and he dropped, like spat his mouthpiece out, like went like, you know, kind of kind of limp for a second. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And, and thank God, he's, he's I think he's OK. Um, but oh, yeah, he's fine. He did not. Um, <coughs> his teacher was already saying that he wants a rematch. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's doing he's fine. Um, right, right. So and yeah, so I, I knocked him out. Um and that was basically that was basically that, um, which was kind of crazy. It was a, definitely a very surreal, a surreal thing. And uh, then from there, unfortunately, um, you know, again, it was just a logistical thing of then me and Ed fought because Ed got the bind to the next round, so we technically still had to fight. And it just kind of was more of like an exhibition round. Um, we were, I mean, we were still throwing pretty hard at each other, but it wasn't. It just mentally. It, we were mentally in a different spot than like if if I lost and that guy was fighting you, it just would have been a different. Yeah, it would, would have been, been a different, different thing. thing. So it was just a, <laughs> it was it was just a you know it was just the logistics of it were not in whoever's favor. Picked, yeah, it's picked, funny. Got the buy. Sifu Leo was like, you didn't have to kill him, but you could have made him work harder. He's like, it's like your heart wasn't in it. And he's like, I, he was right. You know, like my heart wasn't in it. I was really disappointed because like I, I I felt like I again, like like the opportunity was stolen from me. Like I worked hard for all this shit and like the opportunity was stolen from me. So in that moment I was like, God, I don't want to have to try to fuck Ryan up right now. But then, you know, that mentality is like how I was when I was, um, sparring with Jeff or just that whole day of like, I want to look good and I got to look good on camera mm-hmm. and I, and I got to perform well and I got to do this and I got to do that. But I also like can't hurt somebody and I, I can't no. put too much power yeah. behind it. Cause I'm going to be the asshole. And then it's like, it was I'm definitely, feeling that same way, you know, it was definitely a really weird, space to be in because like don't get me wrong it was like in that moment was i trying to like win and beat you like yes but also there's like there's this weird thing of like how hard do you go and also not making it like not having it be like like having it be friendly and still like kind of an exhibition match because it kind of was because it's like i think even c4 was kind of on board with that where he said to him when he was like they're from the same school like we're not gonna fucking they're gonna do one round like it's not yeah. it's not it's not gonna be like a you know a you know you know drag down throughout fight you know because it's, it's, I, I, it's, don't, I don't think you know I don't think that's necessarily healthy to be like, all right, you're at a tournament now. Go fight yeah. your best friend. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, you know I, what I mean? I, I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's a healthy thing to be like, all right, okay, so he had a beautiful knockout. Now steal it from him. You know, it'd be one yeah. thing. It'd be one thing if it was if the shoe was on the other foot. Right. You know, it'd be one thing if the shoe was on the other foot. Um, but I also think that like if the shoe was on the other foot and you got to buy, I think when it was your turn, you know, I think it might have gone different. I think that was my mentality that made it go that way. Um, you know? I, I don't, I don't. I mean, that's, I, again, as we both know, that's all speculation. I, but I also don't know because I'm also like, you know, I would have been dealing with my people pleasing mentality in that moment. So it would have been weird. You mm-hmm. know, I would have I would have maybe had a hard time doing that. I don't know. Well, I think that's where I was. I don't. Know. Yeah. And, and again, it, it was all just the logistics of it. It was all just how it worked out. Because, again, if I was in your scenario, it would have been it would have worked out. It would have been the same thing. It wouldn't have made a difference. The, the other guy could have gotten the buy, and we could have fought the first round anyway. You know what I mean? Like it could, it could have, it could have been, sh- it could have been shitty for another reason. You know, um, but yeah, you know, afterwards I, it was, but it was really cool getting to kind of do all of that in front of Sifraul, in front of Sigong, in front of Shurjao. Shurjao was there, kind of like in the corner, you know, um, and 
just just to be able to do that and see, you know, Sifu was like, you know, he was like, he was like, you know, that was a, he was like, that was a special moment that like you had. He was like, that was a, like people get moments like that. And like you had one of them. He was like, that, that was important what happened. Um, so that was. And that's what he was trying to say. Like everything that you've been through with the past couple of years, I know we've talked about it on the show. And I honestly kind of want to do like, we have like, you know, like there's over 500 people on YouTube. There's a lot more listens, you know, I, I kind of want to, we can have that discussion afterwards about like what we do with the earlier episodes, but I would like to do like a, a new introduction, like a reintroduction to like all the new people that we have listening to the show and watching on YouTube. Um, however, that being said, we have told this story about you before, but you know, you had a period of non-dedication prior to deciding to get your stuff together and get your red and then subsequently your black sash. Um, yeah. And I think that this was, the moment, and this is how Sifu saw it, this is the moment that you needed to prove to yourself that what you were doing has been worth your time. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, I could say from uh, the person uh, looking through the lens, it was like uh, everything you guys did and, and like on the topic of Ryan's fight, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> the sound that kick made, like, like, holy shit, dude. It was beautiful. It was, it was immaculate. And, I think I, I've told both of you already that, that you all le- like left it all on the floor. Yeah. 100%. I'm really proud to have seen that and proud to be your friend. And it was, it was fucking awesome. So you guys should feel proud too. And I know that's it's easier said than done. And I know that's kind of been your guys' struggle to kind of like be okay with everything you did. Um, but I've just from the outside looking in, man, like you, you guys are killers. <laughs> and it's awesome. And you should be very proud of yourselves. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm proud of you as well. Yeah. You, you, See? All right. See what I mean? Yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> see what I deal with? You see what he does? <laughs> Every fucking day. Um, just wet right now. You are, I know. Yeah. Headed yeah, <laughs> to run out in the rain. As it is says, wet. Look, look at how wet he is. Look at this wet I am. Kind of, I was outside for seconds. Like, like a, not even thirty seconds. Like a cocker spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> You've got cocker spaniel hair. <laughs> oh, I got nice triceps. Bit. Look at that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Sorry. All right, you want, to, you want to get yours in? There you go. Go hey. ahead. Now's your time. Quick suggestion. Which arm, which yeah, that one. There, look at that. The me- Who's the meatiest boy? Say it in the comments. <laughs> it's probably John's, John's got more meat than me. Yeah, maybe. It's pretty meaty, too. <laughs> Naturally bigger than me. You don't even lift weights. Yeah. You have to lift weights to look like this. Yeah, no, I got lots John of distance. fucking built exists. <laughs> hey, just a good suggestion, just to bounce off this. Can we stop doing this? Doing what? This? <laughs> oh. Flexing? I'll flex. <laughs> I have an idea. Why don't we stop doing this? Oh, Ryan's a little oh, sad. Bad. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll stop now. Moving on. <laughs> he was just like oiled up. You're like, yeah. So we'll go from the triceps into the biceps. <laughs> so, nice, yeah. nice back. So anyway. Look, well, I was, I was going to say, and now we can move on to the hamstring contest. <laughs> Everybody show your hamstrings. <laughs> the south of the butt cheeks. Everybody take your just pants just off. Mitch, turning these into like 80s jean shorts. <laughs> and and rip the, them off. I call these the Hasselhoffs. <laughs> Dude, I used to advocate for the demo team to have a tracksuit that had the rip-away pants. Rip-away pants, just, dude. And I, was just like, and I was just like, we'll call them action pants. And Sifu was like, well, we will not call them action pants. It is not happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dungeon One, you don't know. Like In my head, they're going to be called action pants. So yeah, yeah. Whatever you think they're called. Every time I rip them off, I go, action well, pants. So whatever you call them, it's like when you say F word, my brain goes, fuck. You say pants, I say action pants. Action pants. <laughs> That's what they are now. Um, you say breakaway pants, I say action pants. Action pants. So, yeah, that was basically the tournament and i and i do think it's something that is i mean to have the experiences that we all had for different reasons i think are gonna push us into the next tournament as well you know it's like 
you performing how you performed and and did what you did same for me will push us for different reasons to do better basically individually um and i think it's important um so yeah it was a great experience you know see for all if you're watching this thank you so much for the opportunity and 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 to be able to you know perform and and rep the school uh and uh yeah i mean just from that john yes are you scared a little bit (laughs) all scared all scared um how are you how are you feeling we got tests coming up in two Two weeks weeks from sunday holy moly two and a half weeks fucking a man yeah i mean the wild with each week that passes testing uh, for orange testing for orange sash yes sir i get a little more hot under the collar with each week that passes but sifu told me last night and i'm ready so um it's uh well he kind of he said it broadly to the class and he also looked at me so you guys are ready and uh so it wasn't like john you're ready that didn't happen <laughs> but um i i it's just you know how it is you're preparing for something big and and there's just little things i know i still need to put work in but you know i'm just trying to you know be okay with like yes i, I have my material last night i was going over down to Chuan, one of our forms and um uh at first when sifu asked me to go through it i just like he put me on the spot and i just have this thing where my brain just turns off when it's like all right do it uh, you know i just can't can't do it and my brain shut off halfway through the forum, and he's like, all right, we're going to do, you're going to work on this section until I come back. Mm-hmm. And then he came back, and I did the form front to back, and he's like, dude, if you have it, just have it. Like, you have it. So, yeah. so Steve fucking Leo has it. a really great way of just, like, breaking you out of your shit, because he's just so matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And some people can see that as cruel in some of his delivery. But at the same time, if he wasn't that way I, and he wasn't at the school, I don't think we would be who we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there, there, there's an element of that that you need. Like that's one thing about like being in this friendship that and being in this this like, this dichotomy of the three of us and like understanding who and what we are and our roles and everything. And like because if you guys think that we've never fought, like we fought. If you think we've never had issues with each other, we've had issues with each other. If you think we've never had to work through something, we've had to work through stuff. If you think we've never had disagreements, we've had plenty of disagreements. And in working through that stuff as a group and staying together and doing what we're doing, you learn a lot about yourself and your roles in this. And like, ev- and then you start to appreciate everybody else's roles and who they are and how they are. You stop making it all me, me, me. And you start just observing things how they are and taking it for what it is. And that's a great lesson that he teaches you is to take things for what they are and be confident in yourself and just, just do it. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and do it. You know what I mean? Like he's not the kind of person that's like, that's like, Oh, you know, well, that move was a little incorrect, and let's just fix it. And I said, like, he's like, no, it's fucking wrong, stupid. Let's go. There's do nothing, it right. Do what nothing. I showed you to do. That's not what I showed you, fucking dumbass. Let's go. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and like, and you know it because it's exactly true. That's it. You, and he's like, and he'll, and it, and like, you'll do something right, and he'll be like, that was good. I hate you. And then he walk, <laughs> walk away. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, just because he's there's an element of him fucking with you, but there's also like an element of him just like keeping that teacher student barrier and pushing you to be the best version of yourself and that's not a comfortable process and that's what he's doing you know yeah. he's absolutely lighting a fire under your ass every day and that's what he does with me and mm-hmm. and i know that that's him expressing his job like that's that's how he does his job and i say you become well. a warrior you don't yeah. become a warrior without struggle and without suffering you must suffer right. you must suffer and that's the problem is people start to suffer and they're like why am i suffering mm-hmm. and it's like that's the journey mm-hmm. and that's the difference between an under sash and a black sash. It's not that we don't suffer. It's that we approach our suffering differently. Mm. Yeah. Right. 
And yeah, that's true. So I mean, beyond beyond last night's class, last night was an awesome class. I got to work with Shane. Um, they're like we partnered up and we we're doing like the strength. Uh, Sifu the youngest son. Sifu Bragg, the youngest son. Yeah, and Shane, I love Shane. He's awesome. He's such a great martial artist. And he's so lanky. <laughs> he's like he's like it's just getting limbs. used to his fifteen year old limbs. Like oh, <laughs> <laughs> he know? just turned fourteen. Actually. Oh, oh my god! And he's shot up like six inches in the past like year, year and a half. Yeah, growing. Shane is a sprout. And yeah. uh, and he's strong, man. And you know, like he got paired up with me. And I mean, like, what what, what do you think he's at? Like, a, like, like a buck twenty, like a buck thirty. If he's lucky, yeah, I would say probably a buck fifty. So I'm 20. a little more than two of him, and we're <laughs> doing strength stuff. And uh, I, like we're busting each other's ass. And and Sifu would come up to me. He's like, John, fucking bully him, <laughs> push him, bully him. And I'm like, okay, you know. So there, there's the pressure, and he's like, ah, you know, it was fun. I didn't want to. I don't want to break him, of course, you know. And like, not that I could. He's very strong, you well, know. Yeah, but it's like we, you know, Sifu uh, threw him into the black sash. We had visitors for the black sash class this past Sunday, so you know, he was like, all right, Shane, we got visitors coming. Like you're coming, and he trained with us for the full four hours. He's and a certified badass. We were working on throws from a kick, and like I threw him a couple of times. And I'm like, you good? And then I was gentle with him, but he can take it. And then he's doing it with me, and I'm like. And I nailed him in the stomach the first kick. And I'm like, get out of the way. <laughs> get out of the way. Yeah. And then he, you know, it doesn't throw me. And then I pull down and I show him like, hey, you're dead. You know what I mean? Like, do it. Do the throw. And I throw the front kick at him. And then I'm like, Voof, boof, and I hit the floor. And he's like, are you good? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, that was it. That's what I wanted the whole time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we have mats for a reason. Just toss me. We're good. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, so I mean, working with Shane is fun. I don't get to do it often, but it's uh, he's he's awesome. And after the class, you know, just like we're 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 bowing to each other, he's like, "Thanks, man." You know, just because mm. I I put him through it, and yeah. he put me through and it. He you appreciates know? it, and he's the kind of kid that like once he gets it, he gets it. Yeah, and like once he got that throw, he got that throw every single time. He's right, a sponge. Right, man. But um, I mean, I, I, as for as for literally like um, going back to preparing for the test, though, it's like this is definitely on my mind a lot, boys. It's definitely on my mind a lot. It should so. be. You know, and, and it's like the endurance is the main thing that's on my mind, you know, I, and in addition to just like new genetic and application. You have to but, remember it's mindset as well. Yeah. It's all in how you approach it, because the second you get into your head about that, like, oh, I should have worked harder. I should have done more. You, you're done. You're mm -hmm. defeated. Right. You're defeated. If you think shameful thoughts, your body becomes weaker. This past Friday though was great, like because it's I'm I feel I feel good, you know I'm not I don't feel like that shameful kind of like oh, I should do more. It's like well it's time to work, but Friday night was sort of a really good validating night for me. I, we we went uh, nine rounds. I, I sat out for one of them. That's all right. I just I needed a second. Um, but uh, Sifu told me he's like you fight like a lightweight. He's like you were moving around really well. And he's like you you're for a guy your size of like. You shouldn't be moving the way you do, and and, and you do it well. And you know, he compared me to some pro fighter. I forget who it was. You fight like this guy. He's like he, he wasn't. A, it wasn't amazing, but he moved like a lightweight, and you're moving like a lightweight. So right. And then if you're doing it this early, you know what I mean. Like I refuse to believe that we're getting older. Like I know we're getting older. I know it might not be like a thing where we ever get into the UFC or anything like that at our age. But at the same time, it doesn't mean we can't be great fighters. It doesn't mean we can't be good competitors. You know, mm -hmm. that's right. that's the beautiful thing about like the divisions that we're in and like and like what we're doing. So as long as we stay healthy within these tournaments, within these competitions, we can continue to fight. Right. You know. And yeah. Also, a little background, too, is that one thing that we like to do in the way that we did it Friday night, we did three rounds of just hands, three rounds of just feet, and another three rounds of everything all together. And, like, those, like, when I'm just doing just hands or just feet, like, you took away half my toys. 
you know, I can't play as well when I don't have half my toys, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I felt like a fish out of water for, like, the first three rounds, or the first six rounds, rather. And as soon as, like, round seven, eight, nine, like, I was uh, sparring against uh, against Turtle and just, like, you know, like, working distance, like, um, you know, leading with the kick, coming, coming back out and throwing a spinning hook and, like, you know, really just playing around and... and and I had a lot of fun. So, I, I mean, what, what are you guys' thoughts on the um, on the whole, like, separating hands and feet? Like, uh, how do you guys feel about that whole thing? Well, it's important because you understand the tools better when it's the only thing that you can use. And, you mm. under, and, and when you're handicapped, it forces you to be better in areas that you're weak. Like, I love the just hands rounds mm -hmm. because I'm good at that. I hate the just feet rounds yeah. because I'm bad at it. <laughs> yeah, I feel you the same way. I'm the opposite. I feel good with just feet. I feel really bad with just hands. fucking legs. Yeah. And your upper body doesn't move so much. And I'm, I'm, you know, I, I guess maybe it's genetic. Like my grandfather was in the military. He used to do some boxing. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, in the army. You know, like, like it, it's, it's. Uh, told me to throw a punch when I was a kid. You know, so maybe like there's something that, and maybe I'm just more connected up here. See, Nick says that like I keep my energy too high, and I need to lower my energy a little bit more. And I've been trying mm. working that into. Mm into my sparring and into my technique doing and I think that I've been feeling disconnected from my legs my entire life and that's why like I can never ollie you know what I mean like there's like weird things that like my feet were like disconnected from my head and um I think that like those experiments force you to do things that force you to drop your energy I had my cut my just kick rounds against uh Shane and that's the only one I remember I think I did more I can't remember who else I did them with mm -hmm. I think I might have just done a couple rounds with Shane but just kicks um, I can't remember who else I did just kicks with. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, sometimes you're just so in the moment and working, like it's just like you're not, you're not there, and that's that's a good thing. Like I don't remember doing Bapo during the tournament. I don't remember it. Wow. You know, like it's like that's that's you know I don't really remember doing broadsword either. And like a lot of my tests are like that. Like a mm. lot of my tests are like, how was the test? I'm like, I don't know. I was elsewhere. Yeah. Now that I'm know? thinking about it, it's like yeah, my my high yellow size. I remember a few moments, but like. Yeah, it's kind of a blur. Yeah, because you're just so, like, in it and focused that, like, you're just so in it and focused and doing it that, like, sometimes it's difficult to commit it to long-term memory, yeah. which is also why, like, you know, like, oh, eyewitness accounts. It's like, how reliable is that? You yeah, know? right. Um, right. You know, so, like, anyway, the point being, it's an important way to craft your skill set and your tools mm. and also the use of control. Right. And that way, by the time you get to the just hands and feet rounds, You've kind of worked out the kinks in both, mm -hmm. and then you can do them together, and now you can really start to expand. Oh, dude, I felt loose like seven, eight, nine. I was just, I was in it. I was, it was really fun, and like that kind of like that annoyed, like oh, I can't throw this kick. Like, so I just got to work the hands. Like, oh, I just can't throw my hands. I just got to work the kicks, and all of it's, and all of a sudden it's like, let's go, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, gang's yeah. all here, you know. Yeah. So I was, that was definitely really fun. Um, I enjoyed that, but that was like nine rounds. I got to do three for the test, so. Um, if I just keep doing what we're doing, it's going to be I'm, different. I'm good. Yeah, I know. I'm just warning you. It's going to be different. Yeah, no, we're, we're, punches will be thrown. Yeah, it's going to be, you know. You're going to have to suck it up and keep moving. No, you're, you're orange statue, so nobody's going to try to kill you, but it's going to hurt a lot more than a Friday night. Just you need to be mentally prepared for that. You yeah. know, it's you're fighting three rounds. You know what I mean? Right, right. It also means that if you try to take a black statue's head off, they're going to return fire. So it's <laughs> it's that it's a certain level of respect and certain level of of the back and forth you know like we were toned down a lot on his black sash test but it was still there was still a lot in there you know what i mean and they're obviously going to fight harder for a guy going for black sash than a guy going for orange sash doing his first fighting for a test but i remember my three rounds for my orange sash test 
were, were tough. They were tough. I took some good shots. Yeah. And I wanted to give up. And I wanted to quit. And, like, my second round, I remember Sifu, um, Sifu uh, Lloyd picked me up. And he just did that thing where he, like, goes forehead to forehead with you. And he was just like, get back in there and show me everything you got for this last round. And it was like, you know, Rafi or something like that. So he was just, like, dancing around everything I was throwing. Right. I couldn't touch him. Yeah. But, like, I tried. And that's what's important. It's, it's, it's about you will fail. You will fail. But it's about getting up again. Because you don't fail the test until you give into the incremental failures. Once you give into the incremental shortcomings, mm. that's when you fail. But when you push through, that push-up sucked. Okay, let me do more push-ups. Oh, my God, I don't have any more in me. Okay, <sighs> okay, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay, my horse dance is terrible, but I'm just going to hold it until I collapse. And my legs hurt from the horse dance, but I'm just going to keep going through my shit. And I got I got ice packs and I got Quan Moon mm-hmm. and I have wraps and I have ankle braces and I have all this different shit. Like when when Lausher Jack went for I who you've never met when when he went for his black sash test, he was like pissing blood the next day. He took so many kidney shots. He tweaked this knee, we put a knee wrap on him. Then he tweaked the other knee, we put a knee wrap on him. And then you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like his wrist was hurting, so we had to wrap his wrist. The guy was a neoprene mummy by the time he was done with his <laughs> test. You know, and and he pushed through and he got his black sash. Unfortunately, he was 18 and he went to college and he hasn't been back since. He was a great martial artist. But, you know, regardless of the fact, he pushed through because that's what the test is about. It's the event. You know, <laughs> it's not like, not like McGregor takes a shot and like breaks a rib and it's like, oh, I don't know if I can keep fighting. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like it's just like you just keep going when your face is mangled and your nose is fucked up and you've got blood coming out of your face. I just like kid. Just that kid at the competition, that kid in like the 150 division, got his nose busted and just kept going. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, and that's what you got to do. Right. Covered in blood, cool. Just keep moving. You right. know, right. No, it's yeah. gonna, it's gonna be a day, man. So I'm I mean, excited. It is so close to. It's gonna be a very, very good high energy test. A lot of people are testing. It's a very high ranking test. Too. It's a, a lot huge of going test. For black, which is gonna make it even worse for you. <laughs> it's great to see it. So yeah, very excited for this upcoming test. I think you're gonna kill it. I think it's going to be really difficult. I think you will shed tears because I have cried after every big test. And this is your first test where you're fighting, so it's a big test. I know you've heard me say that green sash is your first real test, but this is a real test. It's a real test. Green sash is your first advanced test, so that's why it's such a big difference. But this is this yeah. is a real test. It's going to be much more real yeah. than high yellow or yellow sash you know what I mean? orange sash is like you're like kind of waiting you know you're kind of like treading water in the deep end mm-hmm. and then green sash is someone yeah. <laughs> just pushing you on it's like <laughs> green, sa- green sash green sash and up is like they're like all right now go under the water like this is cool and then you just see someone just pouring gasoline on the top and just lighting it on fire don't come out <laughs> yeah don't come hold on. your breath bitch um yeah but no so it's it's um it's it's a good time and we're gonna have our second female black sash ever. and i think brendan is testing too is he uh yeah i think on friday really? he, i Again. think he was talking i think sugan was talking to adrian and sifu uh adrian and uh and brendan he was like he's like yeah he's like yeah he's like he's like the test sometimes that's the push that you need you know sometimes you yeah. test and you look like shit and then you like you get through it because like brendan has been has been back and forth and like some of his stuff has needed a lot of work and then when he really does it it's like oh wow that's what we need you know what i mean that's what you, that's what you need. Yeah. That's how you need to do it. And then his and then the motivation will kind of be back and forth. But Brendan has been in the school longer than me, and he was in the kids class when I first started helping teach. He was like this big, 
You know, he's like enormous. Yeah. I mean, like you don't want to get hit by him. He's got big arms. You know yeah. what I mean? Large boy. And and uh, and he, you know, they they him and his dad work really really hard. And even 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 Adrian since he got his black sash, he's he's, you know, he's his skill has grown a lot mm-hmm. since he's gotten his black sash. Yeah. And I believe we'll see the same thing out of Brendan. So I'm excited that he's decided to go if he has decided to go. But that being said, none of these people will have accomplished any of this stuff if they didn't take action and they didn't push forward. And the one thing that I'm constantly telling everybody, especially as I teach the beginners, is learn to hold yourself accountable now. Mm. It's nobody else's fault. Nothing is anybody else's fault. Because if you start victimizing yourself and placing blame elsewhere, you take the accountability off of yourself to then fix the issues that it was caused by. So everything, in a sense, is up to you. So you can't fall into a victimhood mentality and you can't. Um, somebody in the Discord the other day, just yesterday, I think it was, was asking about like, you know, like other stuff and how they still train and how they get incorporated. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, do you mean like lifting weights and stuff like that? And like not getting obsessed with that? Because they were talking about like getting obsessed with other things, like having it detract from your Kung Fu. And I'm like, listen, everything has to then complement your Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Everything has to complement your Kung Fu. If that is your main priority, if that is your lifestyle, if that is what you do, your martial art, your art, whatever it is, if you're a painter, you're a musician, that's like what, that's your thing, that's your top utmost priority, mm-hmm. then it has to remain your top utmost priority. But it doesn't mean that you can't have other things in your life. There's 24 hours in a day, and there's however many hours that equates to in a week, you know? like <laughs> That many. That many. Um, <laughs> that many days. But you have time. So it's all about time management and it's all about appreciating things and having a positive mindset and a positive mentality because the more you allow yourself to get stressed out, the more you start convincing yourself you need breaks. So really what it is is you need breaks obviously Mm -hmm. because you can't just run indefinitely because you're not Forrest Gump. You know, you'll Mm -hmm. die. Um, You need water and you need food. You need to sleep. Like that's obviously like legitimate things. There's good studies about like, you know, people who sleep for four hours have significantly less testosterone than people that sleep for like six or seven hours, you Mm -hmm. know, like. So like you need to prioritize these things in order to move forward in a healthy manner. However, that doesn't mean that, you know, like, oh, my God, work was so hard today. I need to take a break. My mental health, my mental health, I need to rest because all you're doing is you're just unplugging. You're not you're not attacking it. You're not challenging yourself. You're not changing your mindset. So take action. Take accountability. Take action. And if you're gonna get into something, if you're gonna get into another art, if you're gonna get into something, you know, be it painting, be it guitar, be it like for me, like rock climbing and paddleboarding and like mm-hmm. weightlifting and all that stuff, make sure it's something that complements your kung fu. I love to rock climb. I haven't been able to make it in, in quite a few months, but I love rock climbing. It's been a pastime of mine for a couple of years. I would love to get back into it if you're thinking about going today. Um, but when I am rock climbing, I think about how strong this is going to make my hands mm-hmm. for my grappling and how strong it's going to make my hands for all my animal techniques mm-hmm. and my forearms and my fingertips. You know, there's a Kung Fu aspect to it. Oh, I go there. It's a nice soft floor. I can really stretch. I can really, really stretch. Mm-hmm. Do some kip ups, do some butterfly kicks because the floor is nice and soft. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, right. so there's always these opportunities that doesn't happen if you're not having fun. It doesn't happen if you attach yourself to this negative uh, uh, understanding. Mm-hmm. That's when it's like you go to the gym and you're like, I could do forms, but like, oh, God, that's going to suck right now. And you don't do your forms. I could run, but like, oh, God, that's going to suck right now. 
I, you know, you get to the school early and you're like, I could do practice a little bit, but I guess I'll just sit here and stretch and play on my phone for a little while because mm-hmm. doing that form is going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you said with the event. Once it's done, it's done. Mm-hmm. Once you're in it, you're in it. Once your heart's racing, your heart's racing. And then yeah. you feel better. You feel good. Yeah. So take action. Do what you're going to do. Be a champion because the only person that's going to make you one is you. That being said, you're in the process. You're doing it. You're going to be doing You're going to be. You're going to be great. You're going to be awesome in a couple of weeks. Um, whatever we are allowed to post from the tournament, we will work that out with our instructors because mm-hmm. um, we've had that conversation before. And if you're in the Kung Fu community, you know how close-knit and private a lot of the stuff is. So we will ask. We will see. And uh, awesome job. Thank you. Very proud of what you've accomplished and Likewise. what you've done. Uh, and it's my turn next. So. Wow. Shots fired. What a nice thing to say. What do you mean? What do you mean? Doesn't this mean guy. I. Yeah, it this, is though. This guy. This guy. This oh. guy, guys. Gang war confirmed. <laughs> there will be gang crime happening. There, next. there will be infighting on the Marshall Mind oh podcast. God, it's healthy. It's healthy. I'm just trying to be confident. I'm not trying to shoot shoot shots at Ryan at all. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm, I'm saying is. What I'm saying is I'm coming for first place next year. And honestly, if we do end up having to fight each other, let's just do both rounds and have a good time. Mm-hmm. That's really all it's mm-hmm. about. No, I, know I think we mean. got two on our heads about stuff like that. We have to remember we're fighters. And that fighters who are in the same camp end up fighting each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's all love. So as long as we can be more confident mm-hmm. going into it next time, we can have a better mentality going into it next year. And just, you know, it's like Steve Leslie. Sifu Leslie from Sifu Raul School. Mm-hmm. He said to me, he's like, he's like, you guys are not taking first place next year. I'm just letting you know. And that's all love. Yeah. It's all love. So it's, I mean, no, I know it, what you mean. I mean it in the best way. I'm coming for that first place next year. If I don't get it, I don't get it. But also, so am I. So, right. You're exactly. sure. You know what I mean? But I also, so. so am I. That sounds more like shots fired <laughs> than what I said. Nah. I'm going to get first because you're gay. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know they judged on that, but okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> They did. That's why you're in place because you're gay. Ooh, they're like, ooh, that guy's got long hair. That's kind of gay. <laughs> uh, we're already canceled, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I love. We can have a good episode. Then always just like just inject some like yeah, seventh you grade. Open your mouth, and then just some ruined, some seventh you know? grade like injecting like brine into meat humor. <laughs> just cancel. <laughs> Set it and forget it. <laughs> Inject no. whole garlic cloves <laughs> in the center of your lamb. Like that's going to do anything, you know? No, but I understand what you mean. It's, yeah. it's a you're just proclaiming. Proclaiming what you want to happen. I got you. Well, boys, this was a fucking great episode. Definitely. And uh, thank you to you both for being as awesome as you are. Likewise. And thank you. Thank you for t- to you, too. Thank you. And uh, we're, um, I was about to say, Jesus Christ. Congratulations to you, Ryan. On, thank you. Uh, on all of your accomplishments in the tournament. Congratulations to you, Ed, as well, for placing and doing as well as you did. Thank you. Like yes. I said earlier, you should both be proud. So uh, thank you also to our listeners. Thank you to our followers. And this has been the Marshall Mind Podcast.